Welcome to another Overpowered Podcast. I'm your host, Adelaide, and today we have Michelle and Jasmine. Uh, hey, guys. Hello. Hi. And today we're discussing topics pertaining to Women's Month. Um, so I want to just start up with the Brie Larson stuff, uh, I assume. We kind of covered this briefly, but do you guys want to just jump in, or do you want the context? It's oh, your podcast, Adelaide. You got to give us context. Thing? Can I say one thing? Well, not us. Give the audience context. Let's... Let's remind everyone this is pre-recorded, so this isn't going to be posted until, like, two weeks from now. Like the Supernatural podcast. Or, uh, All right. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> context. Um, so Brie Larson requested a very specific journalist uh, in one of her interviews, and when asked why, she said, about a year ago, I started paying attention to what my press days looked like and the critics reviewing my movies. And I noticed it appeared to be overwhelmingly white male, so I spoke to Dr. Darcy Smith at the USC, or USC Annenberg Institution Inclusion Initiative, these are words that apparently I can do, um, who put together a study to confirm that. Moving forward, I decided to make sure my press days were more inclusive. After speaking with you, the film critic Valerie Complex, and a few other women of color, it sounded like across the board they, were all, they weren't getting the same opportunities, opportunities as others. When I talked to the facilities that weren't providing it, they all had different excuses. Um, and apparently, the predominantly white male fan base immediately freaked the, the heck out. So, go. What are your thoughts on that? All right. So, this is going to be a hot take. So, I'm going to need you to, like, recover me, Michelle. All right. I will try. <laughs> um, it's not easy. <laughs> so, my issue with this is that suddenly the new thing is to be oppressed. And... Now white men are coming out saying we are being oppressed because you're telling us that rooms that we've always been in, we need to include other people. So it's, I don't know. I don't like that. That's the, because that's the narrative that because she said specifically, I want this woman to be here as well. Suddenly white men are like, why are you oppressing me? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That, uh, I feel you're right. That is like, what they're saying. That is the responses that they're putting on um, Rotten Tomatoes right now are things like, I can't believe she'd be so sexist and racist. I'm not going to go see this. Um, It's very much, they want to be oppressed without ever knowing what that actually means. And without actually having the consequences of said oppression. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's all fine and dandy to be like pretend oppressed. But when you're actually oppressed and you're getting, victimized for things that you can't control then suddenly it's an issue like that just reminded me of this guy who did a dna test a while back this was a black history month thing that i just reminded me of he did a dna test and found out he, he's a white guy by the way but he found out he was like 10 percent black you remember this story michelle no well he found out he was like 10 percent black and the people at his job were like making fun oh, of yeah, him yeah i remember that yeah they were making fun of him because of it they were like writing um in word they were doing different stuff and he did a lawsuit because he felt offended in the press. And I'm not taking anything away Mind from him. You, no, hold he on. He most likely was participating in that with people who did identify. Right, that's my point. I'm not taking anything away from the criticism that he received. But instead of saying, you know what, I'm 10% black, these people are X amount black, or these people are X amount minority, I should be trying to make things better for them. When he actually had in his face what it really feels like to be one of them, he was like, but I'm really one of you. How dare you treat me like this? And I think that's what the issue is. Like, No. 
No, hold on. Let me explain. The issue is she's Bree is like, look, You've I want been on this soapbox for a minute now. I want more people to be included in this, and white men are like, yeah, but we're here. How dare you treat us like this? Right. We're already here. We're already in the room. Mm-hmm. Don't take our spot away. Right. They want more spots when they don't need more spots. And I feel like I that's know. what they're trying to go for. You both sound really so boxy right now. Is that a problem? It I is. live on this soapbox. I, my it's the problem. It. It's the problem in this sense, okay? Let's put it in context, right? For when you're the dominant party of anything and someone is trying to get a smidgen of equality, it's always going to feel like oppression because you are losing some of the the space that you took up before. You don't necessarily need all the space, but that's like me. Right now, I live in a two-bedroom um, apartment with a den, right? I don't need two bedrooms. It's just me here with my dogs. Uh, oh, yeah, there is a den. Yeah. So if yeah. I moved in with Michelle, Michelle would be I would feel like you were encroaching on my space. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Now, I'm not saying that's right, but I'm just saying that's what it is. So when you talk about... It, I don't think they are going to look at it in that sense that, oh, um, you are just trying to gain something here, whatever. It's that you're taking away from us because we already had this. It's not our fault. We earned it. That's no, mostly what um, and white men out there who listen to the podcast, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like a lot of white people, well, white men in particular, but white people in general, feel like they earned their spot. Right, but did Where, they though? I I will say I don't feel like I earned anything. I was born. In well, this. Adelie, I, you're okay. like a special. Teacher. I was about to say, like no, you're like, not a good white representative. Literally, in this when case. you think about a special white snowflake, I think of Adelie. Like she's just no. There. When I think of like the when I think of Adelaide, I think of like the abnormal. Because no, 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 no let me let me explain. Snowflake. Can I make I that like the quote? It. Like when I think of Adelaide, I think most people, unless this is just a big charade and Adelaide is secretly like, I hate this. I'm not like. I'm just like a theme here. Are you fearing that? Because like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, but like no, <laughs> no. I always say that. Like with any of my potentially white friends, like I don't know. I have to side eye you sometimes because if something pops off, I gotta make sure you okay. So yeah, you but do have that basically, <laughs> what she's trying to say is we've been burned before, no, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> right. So we don't want to put you on a pedestal just for right. you to like. Just, yeah, well, I appreciate not being put on a pedestal, also because like at some point I can't live up to those standards, and then I'm just gonna fall anyway. So like, we don't want you. Like, well, personally, me, I like Adelaide. Okay, I've made the point. Okay, I'm making I, that the quote. <laughs> I like I've I've had conversations like yeah, Adelaide's really cool. But at the same token, it's like, mm, is Adelaide cool when I'm not seeing her? Like, or is Adelaide like secretly punching kittens and like pushing um people down steps? Like, <laughs> let's go hug a kitten now. How dare you? <laughs> um, but my point is, I mean, that, I didn't even get to finish my point before you rudely interrupted. I'm, well, I wanted to verify, like, I'm not side eyed Adelaide. Well, just... you made it very clear. Adelie, do you feel the side-eye from I Jasmine? Don't. Go ahead. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, so now I... I have to go find every kitten in the world and hug it, because you put that horrible mental image in my head, but all right. But anyway, go ahead, Michelle. So, like I said, as I was saying, they just feel, they're like a kid who always had a ball, and then their parents had a second child, and they're like, but I don't want to share my ball with you, and that's it. 
even though they stole it from the kid that was there before them. That's well, no, not only did they steal the ball. Let, no, 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 that's my metaphor, and we're going to leave it at that, because I feel like you're going to turn this into Black History Month. And well, we're... technically, it's still Black History yeah, Month. Yeah, we're, we're not covering, gonna... like, I'm perfectly fine with the two topics blending together, because they should be blended together. So, Because, like, like, let's not pretend, like, somebody else made the ball. They patent. They didn't even patent the ball, because they didn't know about patents. They made the ball, then some kid walks up and's like, my ball, and they're like, okay, I'm going to patent this ball. Okay, now yeah, I'm gonna she... sell this ball back to you. All right, I hate. I'm not trying to. Oh God, I'm wow, so we mad because you... we went from uh, women to uh, black history to capitalism. Yeah, because I was just thinking about this um, study that was shown about how kids play on a playground, and apparently, um, I think it was white boys in particular. They take other people's things all the time without um, understanding that it's stealing. It's just like, this is mine. <laughs> I mean, well, is anybody is that, surprised by that? No, but my question is, is that because no one is stopping them? Yes. Well, yeah. Because, like, because I was reading something on Facebook the other day about this woman who took her son to a park. And, like, kids crowded around him and he tried to take his stuff. And the kid was like, no. And the parents were all shocked because she said that she I was, was... I was about to follow up I was up reading that, that too. I that, remember that. A part of the study was also that minorities often gave up their stuff to their white counterparts without um, a fuss most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just really interesting. No, Adelaide, you can't have my toys. Okay. Adelaide's <laughs> <laughs> right. like, I don't want your toys. I don't want the toys. I don't even know what these are. Yeah, <laughs> what kind of toys, Jasmine? Uh. Speaking don't, of, just, how not. is your sister Susie, Adelaide? <laughs> I don't know where that was going, but before that goes well, out, how is your sister Susie, Adelaide? Uh, invisible and non-existent. Uh, I think that's the funniest thing that came out of Supernatural. Like Adelaide, every like every my murderous episodes. younger sister Susie, <laughs> who's trying to kill, yeah, who's trying to kill you to bring mom back. <laughs> I have no context of this, guys. You don't listen to our podcast, Michelle? Exactly. Listen. When you're editing the podcast. That's not my job anymore. Or posting the podcast. (laughs) Well, if you posted it or sent it on time, it would have been posted on time. It was. It was sent very much on time. No, it was delayed. Women's Day is great, guys. (laughs) We're on topic today. (laughs) But going going back to the Brie Larson thing. I, like I said, it's just a matter of understanding their perspective. They're not going to see themselves as, they're always going to see themselves as a victim and not an oppressor. It's the same with, with any group of people who are naturally oppressing another group. Like whether or not, you could be a minority person and be um, heterosexual, but not realize somebody. That, yeah. yeah, like you, it can happen. And because you feel like you're being oppressed in different ways, you're not going to immediately acknowledge that this exactly. is oppression. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just like, eh, I feel like also, let's be clear. People are now calling out white men on their BS. And I'm saying white men, particularly men is men all over. So black, Asian, Pacific Islander, whatever. It's men all over, but particularly white men are being called out the most. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're going to start feeling some type of way every time you do something or, you know, or you're trying to enjoy something and someone's always pointing out that 
you're the enemy, you're this. I remember, Jasmine, you could speak to this, that we were speaking to a particular guy, uh, he, he who must not be named. He if you want been, to go back and listen to previous versions of the podcast, he's somewhere out in the ether. He wasn't on that podcast. No, he he's on some podcast out in the yeah, world. Yeah, and I will not name that podcast that he was on. I don't remember it, so I'm not I remember name it. it. This was before my time, so I'm yes, gonna it was before hang your out time. without the context. Yeah. Um, so, so basically, so we there was having, a friend. Uh-huh. Um, someone a who, friend of Jasmine, let's be Yeah, clear. I was about to say, so I was about to say a friend okay. of mine. It's okay. Um, and he had a very... I'm having PTSD, sorry. (laughs) He had a very different opinion about what, as a white male, he didn't feel like oppression was real on anyone. He didn't think that black people were oppressed, homosexuals were oppressed, trans people, there was no oppression at all. It was just about... There was oppression. It was, it was about pulling yourself up by by the bootstraps and that liberals were making oppression a thing because of identity politics. Okay. In case anybody felt that, that was my eyes rolling so hard. It so, shifted the Mine did so. too. So, uh, he didn't identify as a Republican. He was a Libertarian, which is basically Republican without the responsibility of USD. But, um, the reality of the situation is that mm-hmm. he felt that because liberals believed in identity politics, they had to push the narrative that white men were oppressing other minorities to keep their base. That was the synopsis of him. Well, but also that white men were being oppressed as well. How mm-hmm. many hoops do you have to jump through to deny history? I don't know. Well, oh, we, well, because he didn't believe in the, um, the Confederate flag was a symbol of um, slavery. That was, like he had a whole big, we had a whole big conversation about that. Okay, we might have to um, change topics because my eyes are starting to hurt from all this rolling. It was a lot of things. <laughs> it was a lot of things, but I think that one, not to say anything about Southern people, but he grew up in the South, and Florida. the and the Confederate flag to the Southern people have a different meaning, I guess. But make sure you say it again. He grew up in Florida. Okay, I don't mean any harm to any Floridians. I mean you live on a very you have very lovely beaches. But all the craziest stuff that goes down comes from y'all. Most of the craziest stuff that comes, like, happens, happens from, because of Floridian. That's the only thing I'm going to say. Um, and also that, like I said, he believed white men were oppressed because I remember in particular he was saying where he lived, by the way, was um, West Coast, very far up north. Very Adelaide, close maybe. to Adelaide. Yeah. Like, oh, and damn. he said that, <laughs> he said that the white women there were always in his face calling him names, saying that he is um, a, an oppressor, a white man as an insult, and all this other stuff. I'm like, okay, I, I can't really speak to that, but everything else you're saying sounds kind of fishy, so I don't know. I will say, as a native Washingtonian, and we're not usually up in people's face about that kind of thing, if they get in ours, we're get, we'll get in theirs, but if you guys have heard of the Seattle Chill, that's kind of a thing. We don't talk to other people. Like, well, we also, to. this is my thing. I don't know how white man is an insult. Like, that was my whole, like, how is that an insult to you? That's your description. That would be like me walking up to Adelaide going, you white woman. Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay, that's- put it this way. If somebody who was white came up to you and said, you're a black woman, you're black. 
I mean, it depends on the tone. My point is that they're coming that the tone that he was implying was a nasty one. It wasn't right. But what what did I do to like? That's my thing, and that was the part of the story that we never got. What did he do to incite this reaction? Yeah, he's playing it as he was walking down the street, and then something happened to him. Right. Well, he said that they're always protesting something, and he was going past, and he was just harassing him. I don't know. A like, lot, but it also rains a lot, so I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know. I don't have the patience level that I had then, so. Oh yeah, because it was a whole issue. Yeah, like. <laughs> I was like, uh, he feels a little bit racist to me. Just a little. Oh. Sexist. Sexist, you know, racist, all the all the ists that you don't want to be around. Right. So I was like, um, I'm out. And also, he has no integrity. So, yeah. Uh, again, we will not name this person for their Never. Activity. I don't remember his name. Oh, I do. I will always remember his name. However, um, his anonymity, uh, anonymity is important, and I don't want But I will tell you where he works. No, you <laughs> will not. <laughs> his phone number at. His phone number, his address. Everything's like, on the website. Go dox him now. His age, hair color, eye color, just in case you happen to meet someone. <laughs> Here's all the information on his ID. <laughs> I will tell you, which is funny because he's not somebody I would. This is another thing. Um, you guys feel free to comment. I've noticed like there's a meme going around saying that I wish I had the um, confidence of a, a white man, white guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was just like, that was the definition of him because he because really that thought- reminded me of his like he was like I earned my job like he. he- <sighs> And what I did your parents make pay as for much money? money as I did. He had it's a high school diploma. He had a high he, school like, di- Oh, God. And he was in the room with... Like, he had a decent job. Like, I'm not even going to front. No, and, no, 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 so no, 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 Or his parents knew He somebody. was making about the same amount of money as I do. And in with California, less experience. With less experience. And in California... Mind you, me and him were in the same field. He was making the same amount as I do, even though I have more experience a better education, all that stuff. And then, mind you, even in the context of California, that money would not have been a lot. So I'm just saying, you weren't to be so boastful about how well off you are when you're not was kind of weird to me. I'm like, oh, you make about... I thought he was rich. I thought he was like at least like upper middle class. (laughs) With his several roommates. Yes. Oh, God. So, And you know his parents got him that job. Oh no, they didn't. No, no, no. no, they were no poor. he was poor, oh, like okay. legit poor. Like I would have loved but if his, did, like if the, if that was the thing, but no. How did he even get that job with a high school diploma and no experience? Have Think you not it. watched the I, like? I know, but still, it's not fair because still, ugh, I hate that. I hate that so much. But that's a good little transition for us. For uh, I know you didn't want to cover the wage gap, but let's do it because you know you brought that up. Supernatural. Yes, that too. Yes. Well, I mean, is Supernatural really a good example of that? Yes, no. because I want to talk about Supernatural. Okay, go. You're the one that went down this rabbit hole. That's all you. So, um, I was looking, I fell down a rabbit hole of Supernatural content, and I was looking through the different content. Feel free to correct me, because this is the most recent data that I've found. But it says that the woman who plays Mary Winchester makes 40 grand an episode. Who is a supporting character. Yeah, and Misha Collins, to other supporting characters. Misha Collins, who we love, like let's be honest, we love Misha Collins. He, who has been on the show longer and is like mm, questionable, makes twenty grand an episode. 
So then it becomes, is it because he's on more episodes? Is that why we don't see Mary? Like, because she's a bit too expensive? Or... I feel like he's just worked out in dirt poor because he's extremely rich. I mean, if I had enough money to buy my own little island, I would sit up there and then do what I love for chump change. I wouldn't even care. This is fun. I can leave at any moment. That's how I feel like that's his attitude towards this. Well, I think and now we know why all the uh, the extras are never in the scenes. They're all going to... The show costs about $3 million per episode to produce. That is super cheap. For, yeah, it says for CW shows that are typically low budget, Supernatural, a one-hour scripted show, is $3 million. I love that this is so shady. Like, Supernatural shows are typically low budget. <laughs> well, I mean, we have commented in the past about how there's never anybody in the bunker besides them. Unless they just randomly show up. Unless they're needed. So, we've made several statements about the uh, the lack of pay on these poor extras here. Maybe if they take some of the money out of uh, the two main characters' pockets, they can afford to pay some extras. Well, this is what I will say, okay? Because let's have a conversation about that. Because there's a lot of people, specifically women, who are on shows who are saying, my main character, my main, my, the male lead. I'm the female lead. The male lead makes five, six, seven times more than I do. This is unfair. Maybe if he took a pay cut, I could make equal to him. And the question of fairness comes into play at that point. Is it fair to expect the male lead to take a pay cut? No. I'm not done. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I was going to give my opinion really quickly. Like, I agree with you. I feel like like you were preaching to the choir. Is it fair to ask the male lead to take a pay cut so that you can make similar amount? Or is it your fault? Or not your fault. Your agency's fault for not negotiating better. Maybe you don't have a better... Like, this is a conversation me and Michelle had because me and Michelle have worked together once in our life besides now (laughs) and like it's a conversation of there should be like you should know your salary you should know how much everyone else you should it should be a conversation like so that you can know what you can negotiate for but the question then becomes because i I want you at least because i know you're gonna give me a good hot take like (laughs) i okay i will say that if they are already being paid that and this like it's already been established all the contracts are signed no don't give them a pay cut but at the same time go in knowing that you have this budget and x amount to pay for everybody and make because i'm tired of this pay gap i'm tired of the not only the pay gap but like the hiring gap that you get too where you have um equal experience you're gonna pick the white guy um so Ooh, it's just that reminded it, me of see, that's different well i mean like all things being equal it comes, still then... comes in a little bit but no, this really is what I'm saying. All things being equal, I agree with you, but then that also becomes a thing about negotiating. Because they said statistically women don't negotiate for a higher wage. They're taught to accept things, and it's just a social thing. And men go in demanding their worth. The problem is women don't. And it was this article that me and Michelle read a while ago. Uh, it was an article that you and I read a while ago where a woman, um, she owned a company, okay? And she said the men would come in to her office every six to eight months demanding a raise they would say this is why i need a raise this is what i've done this is production blah 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 blah. whereas women would come in and they would ask for a raise i i i think i deserve a raise why because you know i've been with the company this long blah, blah, blah. it was a different approach so she said the men would typically get a raise because they had show improved they could show improve what they had versus the women who just came in 
hat in hand saying, please, can I have this? See, and this is what irritates me because that, I don't know if that's true or not. And I can only speak from my experience. That has not been me. I always went in like, okay, um, this is, I'm looking at the market. This is how much people are charging for what I do. This is what I do on a regular basis. That's outside of the purview, blah, 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 of what I'm supposed to do. Um, I want this amount of money. If they say no, deuces, I got another job. I always tell them, this place is offering me this amount. Are you going to match it or not? If you are, great. If you say you're not and you're trying to call my bluff, I'm gone. That's it. And I don't know if that's... Uh, I don't know because I noticed... Yeah, I know that's a you thing do because no. I don't... No, let me hold on. I've never done that. Most of the women that I know, I had a conversation because I had a conversation with, after I read that article. I had a conversation with several women that I know because I wanted to gauge what they were doing and maybe we could learn from each other. And most of them was like, no, I don't do that. I just go in and ask. And I was like, why don't you like go in and say this? Because they're like, well, that feels pushy and rude. So I don't know if that's like a conditioning thing where women are taught to be seen and not heard. So they're like, hey, can I have this? And then they feel bad for saying, this is what I have added to your business. Make me. I need more money to keep doing what I'm doing. No, I feel like the reason why is because women aren't um, prepared to lead if that goes wrong. And I feel like if you have a backup plan, you're not going to have a problem demanding what you're worth. Even if it's not even about money, it could be about, I don't want to work with this person. This person is disrespectful to me. They do this, they do that. So it's either me or them. And you have to be in a position where you can accept if they say it's them to walk away. And once you, I feel like... Maybe it's a situation where they, some of these women don't feel like they are worth that. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But for me, you already know I'm very quick to find another job if I feel uncomfortable in at least like, I mean, when I say uncomfortable, I mean, do not create an environment where I feel like I hate coming to work. And if you do that, I'm gone. Do not make it so that I feel like I'm spending more money trying to get to work than what I'm actually earning to take home and pay my bills and take care of myself. Don't do that either. And do not make me look at my coworkers. This is another thing that people don't do. I never understood people who are coworkers not sharing how much they make. That is a terrible thing to do. You should sit there and tell each other what you're making so that way you guys can all negotiate for better pay. Well, do you want to have a conversation about that? Because our first job, I did that, and then I got a talking to you from the manager. From the manager, because I told you how much I made. Like, and I I got pulled into the room, and he was like, "You don't do this. This is why you don't." No, you do that. He was no. What he said was wrong. No, but that's what I'm telling you. Like, and that happened to me when I was 16. And I feel like that's that's a cultural thing too, or it's a. Not necessarily cultural, but it's a workplace condition thing where you say mm-hmm. it's, it's not necessarily in the rules, but it's like this is really frowned upon. You shouldn't do that because probably for the very reason Michelle's talking about, it will create unease and, and unrest and people will be like, OK, I demand better pay because this person's making more than me at the same amount or at the same experience level in the same job. That's not fair. Right. And that's and- why they don't want you talking about it. Exactly. That's exactly why, because that way they can keep that wage gap in place. They don't want to have to pay everyone a decent amount because they need people to 
take the short end of the stick in order to pay the other person. Like, I remember um, working a, at one spot and this woman told me how much she was making. I was like, really? That's how much you're making? And she's like, yeah, I just said that that's what I want. I was like, cool. Guess what I did from that point on? I was like, I'm never going to sit there and just be like, I'm lucky. At that time, that was when I was like fresh, like 19. I was like, oh, let me um just accept what they're giving me um, during that time. After that, I was like, oh, no. I know this is, I started doing my research doing the, um, how much people in my market normally, um, makes. I sat up there and talked to the people who got hired, what they're doing, all of that stuff, because I'm not going in without any money. And the other thing that I noticed too, that when I was talking to men, men were less likely to tell me how much they were making. I've never had that problem with women. Women, I could always ask like, how much are you, are you making? And they would just tell me. Men on the other hand, be like, um... I don't really want to say I make enough. I make enough to support myself. Like, I don't, I never understood why you felt the need to hide that. That just makes you look fishy to me. Anybody got a follow up there, Jasmine? Well, we haven't really heard your thoughts, Adelaide. I mean, I kind of like, I agree with Michelle on this. It, um, I mean, the places I've worked at mostly, we all kind of like we knew going in what all the starter people were making we knew going in and then my fields are all like creative fields so i'm freelance and i go out and i have set rates and most of the time people if they don't like it i'm like okay bye felicia and i go do my own thing and i find another client if they're not going to take my rates then you know they don't need my stuff who is felicia i don't know Adelaide. but i feel bad for her at this point it's, anybody no. need felicia karen sharon because i keep it like me. every time i hear somebody white say bye felicia i always want to know if you actually know where that reference came from no i don't I just it's oh. at this point. <laughs> yeah. Watch a movie called Friday. Don't watch All that right. movie. Yeah, that movie may be a little too black for you. I wouldn't say it's black. It's more like gangster than anything. It's very hood. Yeah. No, I mean, for it's me, not it's, like it's a boys. meme at this point. That's where that's coming from. But but I love saying to anybody whose name is Felicia, though. Mm. Yeah, it was about a crackhead. That's why I like people who oh. are like... When people say, like, yeah, I, I want to be Felicia. Like, she's always going somewhere. Felicia was a crackhead. They were telling her to get off their horn. You don't want to be Felicia. No, no. <laughs> I, I assume, based on the meme, you don't want to be Felicia. I feel bad for the, the memes going around with, like, the Karens and the Sharons and the typical, you know, suburban white mom names. I feel bad for people that have those names now. I think it's Becky is more of a white person's name. But... I don't know. It's changing now, because I'm seeing some white Shaquishas, so... No, there was a mnemonica. I was somewhere and I saw a mnemonica cup. Like a cup that said mnemonica. What? Exactly. I was like, is it that many mnemonicas that you got a cup for it? I'm all for more name huh. diversity out there. Come on, let's do it. And I have, well, no. like, I have a very white like, name when you get a cup, So I never see mine anywhere. <laughs> let's be perfectly honest. Well, no, because it has to be a certain number of people who like they like a population number. But my thing is, is it that many in this area that you need a cup for them to come and buy? Are there that many mnemonicas buying that cup? Well, I'm kind of upset now because I never can find a Michelle cup. How can you not find a Michelle cup? They're everywhere. I right, they're everywhere. They're I literally, I always find my name, I always see Michelle. So, or I've they're always sold out. i my name. Never. I, I'm astounded. Like, they must be always sold out. That might be the case then because I've seen, if, if it's not there, I've seen the little placard that says, hey, the name Michelle's right here and it's either empty or they're all there because I've one I've known many Michelles and they always get those little mugs or the little Christmas ornaments or something and I'm always jealous because my name is an old white lady's name and I don't have it so yay 
it's a, technically also the name of a country. So if you go, I mean, not a country, a little area in a country. It's so if places. you go to, if you go to one of those areas, can, I'm sure you can, can find a souvenir it. Souvenir with it instead. Greetings from Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I have to go to Australia. So. Uh. Okay, so back on topic. Although I don't know where. Wage gap. Yes. So, fun fact about wages. Like, I'm just... Because apparently I'm super interested in this. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I've been going through different lists. And apparently the people on um, Riverdale make about the same amount. Everyone who I'm seeing that's on Riverdale makes 40 grand an episode. The men and the women. So, I don't know if that's purposeful. Or if that was like, we're going to be fair across the board. See, for what? me, that sounds like it would be purposeful. Like intentionally also, they it. got a bunch of nobodies. The well, no, Cole Sprouse was well known. I was known. about to say before you like cut me Cole off Sprouse. at the knees, the <laughs> only one who actually needed, who I would see gaining more money based off of the experience would be Cole Sprouse. But everybody else, no. And But also keep in mind that that show has a, um, a much, much, much lower budget. Well, do you want to so, talk to Flash? Well, and still, sure. like, that still seems intentional. Yeah, they're paying every, like, even if it wa- even if they have a lower budget, you can still have varying degrees of wages in there. But if they're paying everybody the same flat rate, that seems intentional to me. Whether that's intentional Isn't to get away with like a, rate? or does one person have a couple more grand than the other? <laughs> in which case, that's probably like the usual what's going on. But still, if it's if it's roughly the same, I don't want to say roughly, but you know. Within a couple ten dollars, <laughs> I don't know. Within a certain range where it's not like okay, I could really use that extra thousand. How dare you? Um, well, I don't understand why jobs don't pay according to the position versus the experience. And like, if you have a flat, you could say that it's a competitive salary by competing with the other businesses as far as how much you pay. But at the same time, I don't really think that you need to sit there and. I don't think negotiation should be a thing. I'm sorry. It should be, this is what we're paying. You accept it or you Remember don't. Remember that when it's time for your review, Adelaide. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> All right, wait. Like, what you say? Can I write that down? <laughs> I mean, right now, okay, I am helping someone with their business, right? And as far as coming up with how much to pay their employees, I definitely set it up where... Yes, you can definitely um, earn like raises while working there, but don't think that you're going to get paid more when you're starting out on the same level just because you have more experience or not. Because it's not about, at that point, it's not about experience. Like experience is good, but even every job that you go to, you have to relearn the system that they have. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, it doesn't make sense to sit there and say that for this one person, I'm going to pay you, let's say, um, $80,000 a year. And this other person who's doing the same job, I'm going to pay you sixty, and then so forth and so on. You know what I mean? I feel like that might depend know. on the field a little bit. Well, if it's like you're a freelancer, you're deciding how much you get paid. Yes, and I still think it might depend on the field a little bit. Like, looking at, like, the law field. Neurology. Someone, yeah, neurology or, or, like, medicine or law or something where you've got years of experience like in surgery maybe yeah that actually is probably something you want to pay a little bit more for versus the starting but you will have a different title you wouldn't be applying to be a surgeon you would apply to be a senior surgeon and with that you would say it's demanded that you have this amount of experience in order to qualify for this position you see what i'm saying yes that makes more sense now 
All right, so back to the flash salaries. So, Mm -hmm. Grant Gustin, what is your guess for Grant Gustin? I don't know, but I want to know. Adelaide, you have a guess? No, but I'm excited to find out. He has his um, episodic salary is a hundred grand an episode. Oh, how much is Iris making? Um, I just I had to look her up separately, and from everything that I've seen, she's making a hundred and twenty-five an episode. Nice. What? Yeah. Something's wrong here. He's literally the title character, and she's the girlfriend of the title character. Everything and she's that I'm... making more money. I'm about to call Miss Candace Patton and tell her congratulations. <laughs> I need your negotiation skills. Well, she probably has more experience, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Grant Gustin was on Glee. He was on. A I lot didn't of remember other him stuff. from Glee. So. He was a warbler. How do you not remember him and um, what's his name? Um, Kurt were going like always arguing over Blaine because they both wanted him at that time. Mm-hmm. The silence. See, I'm an actual. It's deafening here. I was done by that point, so I think. Yeah, I stopped Glee a long time ago. No, I stayed until the first class graduated. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. Adelaide, for shame. What? I, what about Jasmine? Let me throw her under this bus with me. I mean, I don't oh, care about Jasmine. Right. Like, has already been a disappointment. <laughs> had this fight. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Michelle and I don't watch the same stuff usually. I know. And if it happens to overlap, it's very rare. How much do you I think see. Supergirl makes an episode? Oh, please let that be 50 or less. Adelaide, your thoughts? I... Again, I don't know, but I want to find out. And now I'm hoping it's more than 50 just to see what happens. 75. Okay, I can accept that. <laughs> I can accept that. Because that show is terrible. I'm so sorry. It's such a bad show. I cannot, I don't, maybe they changed since I dropped out. But I could not stand that show. It was, I don't like hypocritical characters. And she was so against humanity for like the longest time and thinking she was right all the time. It just, it made me so mad. I mean, do you want to expand on Women's History Month about bashing women? Oh. Do you want to? Yeah, bashing women. Do you want to continue with that? Like, we can go into female characters if you want. No, this actually, this actually. um, Because we can throw Mary Winchester into this. Oh, yeah. We're we're ready to bash Mary Winchester. That's fun. (laughs) Let me, let me bring this into context then. Okay. The show, um, Supergirl, is a very much a um, show that was trying to play towards people who would consider themselves feminists, right? A lot of stuff that's happened in there. One, you have Supergirl. I wouldn't even call like Supergirl being like a, a power move, so to speak. But all of her villains have been women. She has never fought a man um, where he was the actual villain of the, you know, the um, the season, which I don't understand why not. If you're saying that she can take on anybody and she's stronger than Superman, why not have her go against everybody like it's equal opportunity? I will F you all up. You know what I mean? So I don't understand that. Then um, it's just like a lot of pro-women language, kind of like how Charmed was doing it, where I'm like, I'm already... Compared to Charmed. Right. I'm like, I'm already here with you. Don't keep talking to me like I'm not because it irritates me. Like, I get it. We're pro-woman. Like, I get it. 
he, for instance, she had a line where she said, what, you wanted to be Superman? Well, you're afraid to be me, a woman, or something like that. I'm like, really? Really, that was the line that was the, supposed to be the empowering statement from Supergirl. Like, you're too afraid to be a woman, so you chose to be Superman. I'm like, really? <sighs> I'm sorry. It's stuff like that. Or just, I could just have a penis and want to keep it. Whatever. It could have been that. And <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, it's true. He had a choice between pretending to be Superman or pretending to be Supergirl. And I'm like, ah, maybe Superman fit him better. Or the fact that they did the first transgendered um, superhero on Supergirl. And I'm like, why? Why not do that on The Flash? Why are you making it specific? Like, you're trying to make Supergirl a really progressive show that makes it, to me, appear to be kind of backwards in a way. Because, like, if you were truly a network that felt like everybody had um, equal opportunity, right? I feel like you wouldn't try to put all the progressive stuff on Supergirl. You would try to even that stuff out so it would normalize it a little more. Because right now it's really easy to dismiss Supergirl because everything happens on Supergirl. Supergirl is like completely over the top in a lot of ways. And for instance, like they have a lesbian character on Supergirl, right? Well, now they have lesbians and um, gay characters on all the shows. Don't have a transgender on all the shows yet, but I'm waiting for them to catch up. But they have um, a lesbian character on the show. And it was the stereotypical woman who is dressed in leather, who is kind of cold, who um, is like tough as nails and tells men where they need to be and stuff like that. And I'm like, why not just make Supergirl um, a lesbian? I would have preferred Supergirl to be a lesbian. Therefore, the stereotypical person um, that TV shows normally pick to be the lesbian, it should never be a situation where a rumor comes out that someone is going to be a lesbian, one character. And you character. can pinpoint that character. Yeah, exactly. That should that not one. be the case. And actually, like, on that note, like, let's continue with the characters thing because, and how, when someone try when, um, what's the word I'm looking for? When companies or writers try to write characters in general, specifically female characters, uh, whether gay or you end up with a trans character or you end up with, like, whatever you have, they always go too hard with and it the almost, stereotypes yeah it, it becomes they go with the stereotype. stereotypes of whatever that thing is and it becomes either it's the stereotypical because of that and it it almost i think the biggest one is the strong female character when you get that and like at this point it's now a cringe that you have oh there's the strong female character great we know exactly what that's gonna be or it's the like even if we have a strong female character like we have mary winchester they become they either become suddenly weak and need a man to defend them or they're constantly in love, which invalidates all of their skills. They know nothing because they're in love. Or they're a Mary Sue. I feel like Mary or... Sue in general can be kind of sexist too. Mm-hmm. Like you don't because see that. Because if it's a guy, you don't think of him. Yeah, if like, it's he a doesn't have to work as hard. The, that doesn't get the charge. No, well, a Mary Sue doesn't have to work. Period. No, what I'm saying point. is, he doesn't like as a male character. He doesn't have to be validated in that way. Which is not good either. I feel like if you're going to write a character who's going to be over the top, who's going to be able to do everything, like, you know, um, someone who is a world destroyer, right? If you're going to write that type of character, I personally, I like to see the build up them learning their skills, unless they're coming into it and the story already have learned that. It shouldn't be an instant thing. And that's what I don't like either. It's like women, they go into two different directions. You either are someone who 
uh, comes from ignorance in a sense that they don't know their abilities to just being able to snap it on because their loved one died or something like that. Then all of a sudden they have all the power in the world. Um, what's the Umbrella Academy? Whatever. And then yo, we we're doing a podcast on Umbrella Adam Ellie. Did you watch Umbrella Academy? No, no, but Brandon, watch up Umbrella Academy. You're gonna be on that podcast. <laughs> I, all right, you like yeah, we're gonna do that podcast. What in the next two weeks? I want to say. Okay, so you have something like that, or you have it like Tomb Raider, where she's constantly being beaten to prove that she is strong. And why can't we find a good mix in the two where? I don't have to be beaten to death and survive it in order to prove that I am a strong woman or I don't have to get a pass through life because I'm a woman. You know what I mean? Like, that's not where I don't think most women live on either one of those realms. And because of that, it makes those types of characters unrelatable to me. You know? Also, let me... Hold on. We're coming at this as a perspective of writers. All of us are writers. Whether we're working, writing on books, novels, scripts, whatever. So for us, this is a real character dissection. I, I got to give some background on who we are and why we can critique this effectively. Also, Adelaide has a degree in English because why I'm throwing this? that out there. Why? Why you do this? Now Now there's pressure. <laughs> anyway, continue, Adelaide. Uh, well, now you made me lose my train of thought. Um, I was going to say that it, it almost comes from a place of like, they have to prove themselves in the male field. And in order to do that, you have to strip them of their femininity or their femininity gives them a pass through that male field to get just to get to the other side. It's a freebie. And I hate that because you can't have somebody that likes that. That's traditional. uh, That's traditionally feminine. That like, say likes pink or likes skirts or likes wearing dresses or makeup or whatever the traditional feminine things and still get to that character point where it's a believable character or you get, you, you have to it's basically like they write a male character and then they add extra drama on top of it and they're like now that's a girl and it's it's on not it's not believable and it's not relatable and it almost is almost it's almost more sexist in a way yeah i i agree with that completely jasmine all right so the next person we're talking about on the flash is jesse l martin nice how much do you guys think he makes <laughs> don't think i didn't catch that and jesse l martin i would say probably between 50 to 70 ellie your thoughts man i don't watch the flash i don't know i, don't, I was about to say she doesn't watch I don't the even flash know who these people 100k are. for real yeah everybody <laughs> loves daddy west i'm telling you i knew it I, I had to bid low because i didn't want to be disappointed if he didn't get to the 100k but i'm proud of jesse I mean, he's been in a, a veteran in the field for a minute, so. So what I'm learning is Supernatural massively underpays their people. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, we, did I talk here. about Sam and Dean? How much they made on here? Uh, you didn't address it, but go ahead. Um, so Dean from Supernatural, he pockets 175k an episode, while Sam. Do you know how much money that is? That's outstanding. Yeah, considering too. that they do 24 episodes a season. <laughs> 23. Well, Whatever. twenty to twenty-four kind of depends now. Mm-hmm. Hold on. This one's. 20. I love that now you're trying to make yourself right. <laughs> um, no, they make the one whoever you just said who makes one seventy-five dean right. Mm-hmm. Four million a year. Four million a year just from this one show. A hundred and eighty um, days a year 
is our he's a basic congressman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and wait, so he makes um, he makes how much an episode again? One hundred and seventy-five. Okay, and that's how long does it take him to film one episode? A week. A week. Okay. Um. Well, the whole season takes one hundred and eighty days. Well, yeah, but that's yeah, per, but it's. But yeah, we're looking at a per episode basis, so I kind of want to see that. Yeah. And that's not even with editing. Um, I mean, not include. So it's like four days to seven around that time, depending on how much work they have to do. Mm-hmm. But it's not every day that they're on set all yeah, the time. Yeah, they're not on either. set all the time and, and that sort of stuff. But I kind of like, I'm just trying to gauge how much he makes. Like, And then they're constantly the doing pranks. Like, I fell down a hill, a rabbit hole of um, supernatural conventions. And they're like, yeah, Jensen and Jared are always pulling pranks on people. Like they're so unprofessional. Like they, you know, they don't got they making they got too much time on their hands to be making this amount of money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm like, why don't you donate a hundred? You don't know how much they donate a year to, you. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Every six months or so, we'll call it even. Each they have to pay for their mortgage and children. First of all, only their what? Only one of them has kids. No, both of them have kids. What are you talking about? Wait, he two, has a they? child, D. Yeah, I think he yes. has two, doesn't he? He has two. No, he has three because oh, he had gets... a set of twins. Oh, my God. I feel hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can no longer think of him as sexy now. Jesus. No, he's still sexy. No. He's just... He's, he's like... off limits. Once you become a dad, Yeah, once once it hits that dad mark, it's like, I'm done. Bye. Mm. Mm. I can't mm. even read fan fiction. And then me. Sam makes 125k an episode. So okay, listen. Yeah, let's see how much that is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wait, what? Huh. Can't say, oh, wait, what, and then not tell us. <laughs> he only makes $2.8 million compared to Jensen's four. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, that, that also, also doesn't would, include I, taxes. So. Right, but I thought it would have been, like, solidly $3 million. <laughs> It wasn't there. <laughs> So I'm sorry, I was I was thrown off by that number. I'm sorry. I was expecting something similar. Uh, what I'm shocked by is still the Misha Collins one. I'm like, I really like oh, her more on oh. three white guys right now. By the way. Yeah. No, we were just talking about um the black guy from Super. Um, from the <laughs> it was play. still a guy. It's supposed to be Women's Month. Um. Well, we talked about the women from. Oh, Misha Collins only makes. He doesn't even make half a million. I told you he makes twenty k yeah. episode. Yeah, but it's not even half a million. Oh yes, how awful for him! <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? There. Just at least compared to his his poor. No, I was genuine for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's You're why right. I was like, I how? Put that bunch of stuff and like um, Adelaide is joining guests so that's the thing. throwing me under buses that I don't see. Jeez. (laughs) And she's also doing the Captain Marvel podcast to bring it back around. Yes. I I know that we have to do that one. Well no because if if Michelle and I don't actually see Captain Marvel we're not doing a podcast but Adelaide will be just writing the article about it. 
if Michelle and I end up having to see it, which I'm I'm hoping and praying that we don't. Like, oh no, we're seeing it. I uh, what just happened? No, we're okay, seeing it before the I podcast you. started. You were the one saying that you didn't want to see it, right? But I forgot that I told her that I would go see it because it's at the five dollar movie, and I wasn't willing to spend more than five dollars. It is like when it comes out, it's going to be at the five dollar yeah. movie. That's the that's it. I'm getting dragged. That's why other than that. <laughs> but no, I think it's a hard pass for me. Like I'm I will pay be... for your ticket. We already discussed this, so. And you told and me, dinner? and it's recorded somewhere, that if she pays for your ticket, you would go. And I'm dinner? driving this bus back around. Okay. And dinner? Can I have dinner? No. Come on, the piece is like about three bucks. At a movie no. theater. No, it's up the street. It's a movie oh, theater okay. up the street. Like that does real pizza. It's really good. It's a say, huge where slices. Where the hell are you that a pizza that it, that food at a movie theater is only three bucks? Oh yeah, I was about to say. No, it's like eight dollars. Come on, you could throw in some uh, some pizza. No, I brought you pizza. I'm driving you there. You love I'm me. you when you have friends who like to try to take advantage of your kindness like mind you keep in context i'm also paying um to treat her to a petty manny the, uh, in a couple of days and she's still like well no i told you i cut my finger so i'll probably just get like my dead skin off my feet ew that's never really, my that's never well no <laughs> no i want i honestly when we go to japan i want to do the fish thing again because those fish are great Okay, I've never been to Japan, but I heard about there are some fish that likes to eat dead skin off your feet. Mm-hmm. And really co- co- content, food. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, women, nails, food. <laughs> this is a bad Women's Day podcast. Are we, are we, like, on topic at all at this point? Or... Well, are I we ever? Like technically, we are on topic. Just because now you're being stereotyped activity. and getting mani pedis and getting your dead exactly. gross foot skin <laughs> eaten by fish. I don't think it's gross. It's just regular foot skin. Like, don't insult my foot skin. <laughs> okay, feet are gross. I'm not a foot person, okay? <laughs> but yeah, like, the fish will just come to you and they'll be, like, eating your skin off and it's just cool. It's fine. That sounds it so creepy. Uh-huh. Why? Why does that sound creepy? No. Think about it, Jasmine. There's fish just eating at your feet. They're just eating your skin off your feet. Yeah, they take a layer of your skin off to make it softer. They don't do it to make it softer. No, they're doing it to make Well, they're hungry. Shades. That's what they're doing. They're doing it because they're hungry, but it does a benefit to me. I wonder who was the first person to actually figure that out. Like somebody who just dipped their feet in that water and was like, wow. Yeah, it probably was like a couple thousand and year- thousands of years ago. Like, I don't know. You know what? I think I'm just going to end the podcast here. <laughs> so that's all for this Overpowered Podcast. I was your host, Adelaide, with Michelle and Jasmine, and they're talking about feet fish now. So you can find us at Real Opie Tweets, Michelle at the Queen Quania, Jasmine at Opie Jasmine, and me at Opie underscore Addy. You can follow the website at overpoweredentertainment.com. You can find us on Instagram at Real Opie Graham. Uh, we've got a Facebook. We've got a Discord server. Am I forgetting anything? No. no. Okay, that's it. Bye. Bye.